0: hello and welcome to episode five of our halloween specials uh i am your host from beyond the grave glenn the ghoul and with me as always is my american compadre mike Mike. hi he he hasn't got a nickname clearly no thank god (laughs) mike the mangled there we go um So this week, we are going to be discussing ghosts, what we think they are, um, and what you can do about them if you're infested in your home. Um, But before we kick all that off, Mike, how have you been? I'm all right now. I mean,
1: um, yeah, this week was really hard. I think I had a total of like six hours of sleep across the whole week. It's just been like nonstop craziness. So... But today's like the first day I can collapse and get stuff done, so uh, I'm excited to talk some ghosts. But uh, how are you doing? How's your week been?
0: Uh, yeah, it's been really good. I have been living the VR life. I've been getting motion sickness in the VR life <laughs> um, and it's basically opened my eyes to the possibility that VR could be the way to go. I've tried out lots of various headsets in the past. I had VR before this and that was pretty good. Um, but that feels like a mere toy compared to my new headset well I which one say. do you have so I have the Oculus Quest 2 uh, which do does a think. funky thing with cameras and such and you can plug it in to your PC and it then becomes a rift so you can actually enjoy all the Steam VR goodness as well so I'm debating whether I buy um, Half-Life Alex uh, next week or yes, I do. just wait for that till after cyberpunk. But I can tell you what though, VR sickness is no joke, it's very real and it's very, very, very strange sensation. It's unlike anything I've had before because you basically feel disembodied and then your brain tries to compensate for the movement you're seeing and makes you want to vomit. Um, it's a very real scenario and event. Beware. Beware. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we kick off, uh, let's start with Mike what do you think a ghost is like what is it made out of no just what do you think it is people all over the world report seeing ghosts Mm. they are probably the oldest thing in our history is with humans have come ghosts and tales of you know departed loved ones from beyond the grave coming back to deliver dire warnings or you know they come back to deliver messages or people see ghosts in supposedly haunted places people have claimed to have been haunted themselves people claim to have been attacked by them Uh, they are a massive part of culture in themselves you've got shows running off them you've got podcasts running off of them you've got games running off of them but at its core what do you think a ghost is do you think it's a disembodied spirit of a person or do you think it's something scientific explained that we just don't understand or do you think the world is made up of millions of liars And people have been mistaken in what they saw. Yes. Okay, that's great. Uh, Tune in next week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think a little bit of
1: all of it minus the science because uh, there's no science to ghosts. Okay, I mean, people try and make it scientific with all these freaking EMF readers and, you know, flower on the floor and everything. But I don't know. And I feel that what a ghost is. I don't freaking know. I think it's uh, what people want to see, or they're taken by surprise, and their eyes are playing tricks on them, Mm -hmm. or it's a real thing. I mean, you know, listeners of the past that have listened, you know, I thought I saw a ghost when I was a kid, and someone else in my family also saw the same thing I saw, and I I still, to this day, believe that... Well, I don't know if I still believe that it was a ghost, because I don't know what it was. It was definitely... Not flying, but it was an un- unidentified object. So, could my eyes have been playing tricks on me? Yes. Was it really there? Probably not. But do I still think I know what I saw when I saw it? Absolutely. And no one can take that away from me. So, um, are people liars? No. I don't think so. I think people see what they see, but convincing other people of that is a very difficult task. So,. Yeah. Um, but what is a ghost? I don't know. Something disembodied, something pissed off, something that wants to say hi um, or cause a lot of havoc. So how about you? What do you think?
0: Um, I think I have two schools of thought on this. OK, um, I the the scientist part of me goes, no, it's impossible. They can't exist. Um, one, you know, they're projecting they, you know, they appear in clothes um, you know and clothes that you can't transmit clothes into the spirit realm, um, and there's so many little inconsistencies about behavior. And everyone claims to have seen one is always the oh, I had the photos, but I deleted them, Ugh, which uh, happens a lot. But then you go into the other side of like, well, we there is a lot of stuff we don't understand as well, there's a hell of a lot of stuff we don't understand. Um, so, is it possible? scientifically that it's just something we literally don't understand it's a realm of existence we haven't even tapped into um there is that side as well it's possible mm-hmm. um I personally um you know i i've i've i'll say've I've had a few hallucinations um and I'm aware that the mind can conjure up many strange things. Uh, if you're expecting to see them, or if you'll say inebriated or other, yeah. um, the mind does do funny things. Um, so I don't really trust a person who says they've seen a ghost. It's it's like, well, you may have, but if you were by yourself. You're the only witness. Now, when you get to the point where it's more than one person saying we saw this, um, then that becomes interesting. I'll tell you a story, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you a story and I had this confirmed by someone that was with me I was dog sitting my brother's dog uh, he's a nice little dog called Alfie and with it I had my two kids I had my he's eight at the time and what would have been my 16 year old at the time right and yeah. we're, we're in this house and this ha- this is house is a cottage and it was built in 1811 or something silly like that anyway we're sitting downstairs with the dog and what happens is is um, we're downstairs and the dog starts barking at the stairs now the stairs if you come down the stairs this little cottage they go into a living room okay so you've got a living room there there's a door opens you go up the stairs quite a small house it's a classic English cottage the dog starts barking at the stairs okay and I look at him and I'm like shut up Um, then something crashes upstairs And I'm like, oh, God. Um, And then we hear something upstairs. And what I think it sounds like, I didn't announce what I thought it sounded like, but I said to my eldest, what did you think that was? And he made the footsteps motion Mm. with his fingers. And it did sound like someone walking across floorboards. Now, they've got carpet upstairs, but this sounded like floorboards. So I was like, right, I think there's someone in the house. So I send him out. get him to go and stand by the door with my other kid and I go to the boot of my car like any good citizen and I get a baseball bat that belongs to a friend of the show <laughs> Kelly out of the car <laughs> now, <laughs> okay. now hold on hold on hold on
1: hold on yep. uh, very quickly did you think it was a ghost at the time or did you truly think someone was in there I
0: thought it was an intruder
1: okay fair enough because yep. I was going to say what the hell does a bat do against a yep. ghost but I, th- we'll I thought it that.
0: was an intruder and okay. I, I say to him right if I shout you take him to a neighbor's house and you call the police um, okay. so I'm going up there with this bat okay and it, these, these, lights, these stairs are narrow like you know they're not big stairs, I'm going upstairs and I'm expecting to see someone run or something mm-hmm. and I go up to the stairs and there is indeed a photo on the floor that seems to have been knocked off the wall mm-hmm. and I look at it and I go around every inch of that upstairs every cupboard looking for something and I am crapping it because so I'm like someone's got to come out on me and I'm going to have to hit them with this bat. I don't really want to do it. Um, <laughs> um, and I'm up there and I look all around their house and there is nothing in there. Nothing in there at all. Um, so I text my brother and I said, um, have you ever had anything weird happen in your house? And he's like, no, why? And I was like, nothing at all. You've never." He's like, no, no. Um, and I went, okay, just to let you know, your dog's going to be at our parents'. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you hung up. <laughs> yep, I picked up the dog. We were stayed <laughs> at my parents' house, which is like three miles away. Um, and I basically got made a laughing stock because it's like, oh, you thought there was a ghost in the house. Um, and my kid also <laughs> heard the same thing. We both heard <laughs> the same thing, and that's the weird thing. It's like, yeah, that's one of the moments we you couldn't explain. You probably could explain in a way, but it was almost like the, it was this weird. It was like the dog then a smash then footsteps um now the footsteps i, I was like yeah well it's, it's it's connected by a neighbor and i know the neighbor was home so i was like the footsteps could possibly be reverberating through his side and i've just <clears throat> never heard that okay i was like but why is the dog barking why did the photo fall off the wall <laughs> um yeah. and i spent weeks thinking about this like i just could not work it out because i was like i can explain some of it but I can't explain all of it and I'd love for someone to say right laws of physics says this is what it is and this is what happened um but yeah that that's a mystery I just cannot cannot resolve well and that's it's interesting because it's
1: it, it could just be coincidence you know and also mm-hmm. the human mind pieces together things uh in such a weird way I mean any of those things Except for the footsteps could be explained. You know, the dog barking. Well, yeah, because that dog has the brain the size of Mm -hmm. a peanut. Okay. The picture falling. Easy. In the footsteps, um, both you and your son heard something, but Mm -hmm. does it mean it was footsteps? Or did your brain say, hey, that sounds like footsteps. After I heard this and that, there must be something in this house, real or unreal, dead or undead. So I'm going to go get a bat. And I'm Mm -hmm. going to come in and defend this house. Um, But the train of thought, I could see how quickly that, you know, unexpected circumstances or events that happen can put the mind into flight or fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, Yeah. Again, I I couldn't tell you. That's the
0: thing, though, right, is I always react like that. I always think I'd be a runner. I never am. Me I'm too. Like, do you know what? I've got to stand my ground. No, f this. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I good. think that's. I, I don't think. I don't think people premeditate doing that. I think it's just like, no. Do you know what? How dare you? Really? Because um, I think about that a lot.
1: Like, like way more than I should. I'm like, okay. I'm sleeping. Ghost, human comes into my house. I have a knife besides my bed. If it's a ghost. I'm going to throw it at the wall to distract the ghost, jump through the ghost's body, do a somersault, run up the stairs, out the house <laughs> screaming. If it's a real person, um. I'm going to run, do the same maneuver, but midair while somersaulting, slit its throat, jump through the door, and go out the house screaming. <laughs> so, like, I that, in that scenario one of 10,976 that I've worked out in my brain. You know, yeah. like, if, if the ghost took my knife and, like, turned it on me... I'd throw the cover on the ghost and then just run past it. But, like, I have thought this out to a T. Have I gotten the chance to use it? No, but I'm damn well prepared. I'm going to write a book, Glenn. 10,976 ways to fight a ghost. And Fair enough. Every one of them is just going to say, run. (laughs) Because that's what your mind does instead of working out those scenarios. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I do it here sometimes. I think I'll hear something in, in, like, the flat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think someone's broken in and I'm not sitting there cowering. I'm I'm picking something up and I'm going looking for them. And I'm like, I do it every time. I'm like, one day I'm going to, there's going to be someone there and I'm just going (laughs) to hit them with something. Yeah, I
1: I do that in in my house too. You know, like there are moments where I just hear something. Listen, I've lived in this house a long time. I know the sounds of this house and I'm sure you know the sounds of your flat. But every now and then a, a new sound creeps up and you're like, nope. Let me grab the bat or the knife or the whatever. Mm-hmm. And i you should see me. I'm like a lizard, Glenn, walking up these stairs. Like, I know where every crack on these damn steps are. I'm like, all right, avoid this. I'm going to be as quiet as possible. Then I put my eyes underneath the door. And there's no one in the goddamn house. It's just me being a psycho. And then I open the door. And then I come out like Zorro and no one's there. Then I run to the back. It's like, I do the same thing. But I'm also in a living situation, at least now, where there's no way out except up these stairs mm-hmm. so like if something came down here i have a window the size of your fist to your elbow that i would try and escape from and that's not going to happen so yeah, it's just amazing where the mind goes from the the unknown like the slightest thing of the unknown and you're like it's a tarantula attached to bigfoot no <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, it's 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 crazy. And why doesn't the, the mind default to logic? Like, oh, okay. You know, the picture fell, the dog barked. Maybe th- those footsteps were, I don't know, from outside or we're just thinking, we, we, we put two pieces together. Why is the default always fight or flight?
0: Yeah, I think that's because that's our most primal instinct, isn't it? And I think that's yeah. what um, people... I think that's kind of part of the appeal of actual ghosts and spectres is they do engage that instinct of you would either run or you'd stand around and see what it is. I mean, um, you know, I've listened to so many different ghost stories from just normal people telling their stories and, you know, it's things like, oh, I was in my bed and this thing came through the door and it stood at the end of my bed and it started speaking to me and it told me you know X is going to happen, and you sit there and you think, "Are you crazy?" Like, or did that happen, or why did you think that happened? Um, and that's the thing is you can't call everyone who's experienced this liars because I think some of them think they've seen something. I really do. Absolutely. Um, and in some people, I don't want. I'm not going to like say, or oh, right. I definitely think they're lying. Some people, you go, "Yeah, you sound plausible," and then they'll start talking about the postman delivers their thoughts every day um, and you're like oh okay No, you've lost me now. <laughs> like yeah, see at what point do you lose them like
1: because you were saying earlier like if a group of people see something but like what if like six guys come up and like yeah last night we were all drinking and we saw uh, our friend uh, Darwin levitate like you, you know like where is the line from believable to unbelievable when you're dealing with ghosts you know That's at it, what point it? do you check out
0: Well, that is it, isn't it? um, At what point, like you say, what point do you go, um, I don't believe you about this? (laughs) And what Um, difference does it
1: make, though? You know, like, uh, that's one question. You know, a person saying this is not going to have implications really on your life unless you're living there. Um, do Do you let them just tell the story be in their own world do you believe them i think that's really up to you ultimately yeah
0: i i, I don't think we're in a place to judge what people have seen i think it's more of um if you're going to study this kind of stuff you should be of the i am completely impartial when i just gathering evidence or gathering stories and just seeing if there's a trend um because mm-hmm. you know you have people like like we've done before ed and lorraine warren who've made careers out of this and they don't <clears throat> they don't believe in ghosts they believe in demons That's what their thing is. Everything's a demon. And then you've got... (laughs) (laughs) I'm a demon. That's the thing. It is. Everything's a demon. It's like, yep, demon, 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 demon. Um, And and that's the crazy thing, isn't it? It's because, like, well, why is everything a demon? Why can't something be a ghost? And then you have these other stories where... um, people say oh yeah it it masqueraded as my grandmother and i invited it in but it was knocking on my window and but then when i let it in i realized it wasn't my grandmother and it was something else and you're like right um i don't know how i'd react to that but if my say dead grandmother who's been dead 15 years the last one Mm -hmm. um woke me up in the middle of the night and knocked on my window i would not be inviting her in (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah and a lot of people say oh it's very comforting i don't know i don't think so um seeing a dead relative just pop up in your house or anywhere would kind of be disturbing you know you're just out at the pub and then you know the dad sits next to you you're not gonna be like oh this feels good you are running out of there throwing stuff and jumping out a window um, yeah but I think it highly depends on the type of person you are. Like, are you an empath? Do you like, you know, feel for others? Are you in touch with the spiritual world, whatever that is? You know, like, um, are you um, uh, what the hell a skeptic? You know, um, but I, I've met skeptics that all have their stories, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, That one-time story. Yeah, like you said previously, there's always that one time. Mm -hmm. that I feel everyone listening and everyone on Earth has a one-time story. And who's to take that away from you? But like, you sure as hell can't prove it. And that's something I want to get into, is how do you prove that this is real, okay? We have season 47 of Ghost Hunters. Yeah. And they haven't proved it. Okay, and like, why is there no scientists going, I'm gonna go study ghosts? Why is it always the crackpot? Why is it always the Warrens? Why is it always the weird guy locked up in the basement, like me, um, you know, (laughs) going, well, I'm gonna go hunt ghosts? Like, how do you explain this? Like, there's nothing.
0: There's nothing. Uh, Yeah, you you can't really explain it because. Um, I think I think certainly with science I think the problem with science is the fact if you're studying that I think you'll be laughed out of the science world and you're studying ghosts and you become like a second tier scientist um, so throw out that ego
1: just say okay I'm a second rate scientist I'm going to study ghosts like why does it all, always have to be about the ego yes I study ghosts I'm trying to find out if they're real or not you know and like <laughs> people look at you crazy because they're not freaking real yeah um
0: real. That's, that's the thing is I think if, if you actually do that uh, I think what you're getting into is you're getting into a mix of psychology as well uh, mm-hmm. as well as science um, but it's which way you want to approach it because you know there's a, there's a lot uh, there's a lot of what I say fooey uh, around the whole ghost thing like you get mm-hmm. people class themselves as mediums or clairvoyants and they'll charge let's say £40, $50 for a reading for 20 minutes Yes. and what they're doing is—I mean, I've seen it done. I've read books on this. Is how to cold read someone. Yeah. Um, and it is—it is definitely a skill, but mm-hmm. it is, um, you know, it is a con artist basically exploiting your grief. Um, and that's it. It's just—it's a, a con artist exploiting your grief, um, because they know everyone. Everyone wants the proof that there is something else on the other side. You know, this isn't it. Rather than maybe people focusing on, well, it doesn't really matter either way because maybe you should just like enjoy what you have, and then if you do know if there's another side, great. And if you don't, you're not going to know anyway. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, that opens up like
1: I don't know a whole can of worms with psychics and stuff like that. Mm. But if you're, I feel like if you're the type of person to pay money to see a psychic, you you already want to believe what they have to say yeah you know and that's nothing against that person but uh, you're open enough to think that there's something someone out there can tell you the future or the past so Mm -hmm. obviously you are going to be open to what they say I mean I went to one and I know you have your story too and they, they got it completely wrong and I just nodded my head and said thank you and lived my life but you know I've heard stories from other people that are like they said some stuff that they I didn't tell them anything you know i gave them a wrong name and everything and they still told me stuff and it's like who am i to like crap on their belief but i just don't buy it you know i i i don't know i don't care like you you can go to your psychic but i'm off t- uh target here but i know you went and you messed with them the whole time right
0: yeah um i don't think i mean i've, I've, I've talked to a few psychics and i've, I've never had one Catch me on the nose, as it were. I'm like, oh, how did you know that? They've always been a bit very flaky, and I don't know where. And you always get the whole you're not relaxing enough, you're not. Yes, it's our fault. It's our fault that
1: you can't tell the future. Oh, yeah, it's
0: like, oh, sorry, but if you're channeling spirits that want to talk to me, you should be able to say, you know, your granddad's here. Do you remember the long walks he used to take you on every Sunday when you visited him? Do you Mm. remember the fact he used to teach you the names of flowers and birds when you saw them? Then I'd be like, and that did actually happen. <laughs> okay, so now
1: the next time you go to a psychic, they're gonna be like, "Well, on uh, the generic ghost episode, I listened to uh, your father." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, it's not about psychics. It's, it's. I feel like we all have that one story, but I feel there are certain people more in tune with uh, the supernatural or that associate with it that are easily influenced. I, I don't want to put that on there, but are. You know, uh, do you remember uh, Unsolved Mysteries? We actually watched it the other night. Um, <laughs> my uh, favorite medium is crayon. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, th- these 50 people were convinced that UFOs exist. And it, it, they're put together on a beautiful documentary where you are stating your favorite medium of art is crayon. <laughs> How much validity am I going to give you as a human oh. being if your art as a 50 year old man? is with crayons. Yeah. Uh, logically, it just doesn't, you know, speak that you are of sound mind or that I can take you seriously. So anyway, it's a... Psychics are a whole another thing. Um, damn it. I have something in my brain I want to talk about with psychics, but maybe it'll come back. But Glenn, we're talking ghosts. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of different types of ghosts according to the internet. So I'd like to just go over a couple of them. Um, We're going to start with like vague ones and then we're going to like go deeper. So the first one is what I think everyone associates with when they think of a ghost um, is the mist, the fog, the wispy ghost, okay? And these phantoms like just will come into an area, float by when it feels cold and then they will just leave. Their most reported sightings are in old houses, duh. So, is that what you think of when you think of... A, like, first thing that comes to mind is a ghost. Do you think of, like, <laughs> cut-out bed sheet with the eyes? You know, like... Uh, you... no. Okay. Great answer. Uh, would no. you care to elaborate?
0: Um, do I care to elaborate? Uh, no, I just think that's a, <laughs> an explanation of a ghost that doesn't really fit. Um, I don't think that's a ghost. Um... I think, Look. you know, if I, if I think about what is a ghost, I think it's got to be something like um, a spectral form. Um, you know, like a, I think personally, I have a strange belief what ghosts are. And it's not that strange a belief, actually. But I think they are basically going to be um, whatever they want you to see them as. I think they're projecting something into your mind. Um, That's kind of what I think they are I don't think there is any Physical Presence I think what you're seeing is a uh, Projection, an energy uh, Almost like a broadcast Going into your mind And you're receiving What you can perceive it as So it's almost like a uh, You know, when I I say Let me say, I think um, I'm going to draw a picture And I'm going to draw a picture of you um, I could do a very rough interpretation of you based on you know, you, the characteristics I know of you just from memory, I'd be like, oh, Mike looks like this, uh, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't be that accurate but it would be enough to say oh yeah that looks like Mike Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I think if there is such a thing that's what a ghost is actually doing, I think it's actually projecting an image into your head um, of what it's an energy that's basically being picked up and i think okay. you know the whole some people see it some people don't maybe their brainwaves are different maybe their you know vibrations aren't quite right i don't really believe in the whole oh it's a ghost in the bedsheet thing okay um, yeah that's kind of my thoughts on it no it's
1: good a, a lot of a lot of ghost hunters deal with energy okay like that's their whole thing oh well the energy in this room it feels different than that or the mediums or the clairvoyance and I feel like they can get away with that because no one can be like no oh no the energy in this room is like this you can't scientifically prove this form of energy in any way shape or form because it doesn't have shape or form right. and they're not discussing rational energy as we know it as human beings mm-hmm. so this is an energy that doesn't exist scientifically mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I get that. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, What's the most famous type of ghost? I mean, there is a right answer, but like, what would you think, out of all the ghosts that we know, what would it be?
0: Uh, I'd have to say Poltergeist.
1: And you are correct, sir. Very smart. So translated from German, it is a noisy ghost. Yeah. And uh, we know a lot about them if you've been following us for a while. Um, What do you think this is? Because this is where I kind of draw the line. but who the hell am I? So, Paul Zergeist, images in your head. What do you think when you see uh, Paul Zergeist?
0: I think it's something you don't see. Uh, and I think it's uh, pure energy that is just more focused on actual movement of physical objects. Uh, you know, they're associated... This is the thing, of Zergeist, I think they're associated with things appearing and disappearing... Uh, Furniture being moved around It normally starts out Very slowly, builds up, hits a crescendo And then dies away and never manifests again And it's normally linked to um, Pre-pubescent children or kids going Through puberty, particularly girls Sometimes Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's been studies where you've taken The child out of the house and it all stops Or the activity Follows them, and it's interesting Ones like that, where you go Well, you have got quite a few people that have witnessed These things, so is that is that dormant, um, you know, psychokinetic abilities? See, know. You see, you say th- this, and
1: I want to take, we're going to go pro and con here, Glenn, all right? Right now you are like mm-hmm. showing some nice evidence in support of that these things might actually exist. Mm-hmm. I am going to go the other route and say the opposite. Maybe your house just sucks, Maybe you like should like board up, you know, do a better job of nailing pictures to the wall and like securing furniture so that maybe a picture doesn't fall. Um, and I'll be a real jerk, Glenn. I think your brother doesn't know how to hang a picture.
0: No, I'll I'll give you that. It's an old house. <laughs> okay. Uh, I wasn't Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not even saying that was anything. I'm saying it was a series of events that I went. Yes. No, I'm giving
1: you crap, buddy. I'm just saying. No, 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 that's fine. But Um, but I'm taking the con side. Like, poltergeist, mm -hmm. uh, weird stuff happening in the house. Yeah, it's old. Maybe you haven't checked everything. Maybe you need to, you know, do a better job on the house. And maybe Mm -hmm. keeping it old and crappy is not the best idea if you are influenced that easily from things falling. I don't know. I'm being a jerk. So
0: am I wrong? Yes. Uh, I don't think you can prove it either way really yeah. I mean I think most people probably come down on your side in the fact that you know they've, they've never had anything like that happen so the chances are they're never going to believe that yeah,
1: yeah. so I, again I wasn't in that house I don't know I have never experienced a poltergeist knock on wood and if I do uh, I will be the first to come on here and apologize profusely Um. yeah it's the most famous and I would not want to live in a house with a poltergeist uh, if it does exist because that just sounds bad. <laughs> and I think living in an old house would freak me out, too. Next up, we have ghost orbs. I'm just going to start off with the con. Guess what ghost orbs are, Glenn? Dust. All right, prove me wrong. Go. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, um, I don't really believe in ghost orbs, either. I think okay, cool. <laughs> I think it's just, it's just stuff in the air. <laughs> yeah. You know
1: orbs typically appear as blue, white or shiny spheres um you, you ever notice when you see ghost orbs they're always in a black and white camera like yeah. or, or a night vision camera. You never get ghost orbs during the day. You're never just walking down the street and you're like, "Oh, that was a blue orb, no no, it's always at night with a black and white camera from the ghost hunters that's filmed through a potato and like ghost orb. I, I don't know. Have you ever experienced ghost orbs aside from seeing them on the computer or the TV? No. Yeah. I know.
0: I know people that have, or they, they've been like, really? oh, this video, it's an orb," but I'm like, "That's dust, mate." And they're like, "No, no, yeah. it's an orb, but like, it looks like dust." There wasn't any dust in there, and I like, there's always dust in the air." Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have. I, I'll, I'll hand on heart. I've poo pooed people that show me ghost orb videos and gone, "No, nah, that's dust." Okay. Um, because
1: it's grasping at straws I feel yeah okay yeah cool now we're gonna have some fun because who doesn't like fun with ghosts everyone we are gonna go down the ghost types in Phasmophobia <laughs> and see if we can relate to them <laughs> in real life. If, for those that don't know, Phasmophobia is a game uh, where you are ghost hunters, and we've been playing it a lot because uh, why not, and it's fun to hunt ghosts. Um, yep. But let's go down the line and see what you think. I'll read the definition, and you tell me if it's hogwash or you think that the ghost is real. First one's easy. A spirit, most common ghost you will come across. However, it is very powerful and dangerous. They are usually discovered at one of their hunting grounds after an unexplained death. What do you think about a spirit? Is it just a generic term for a ghost?
0: I think it's a generic term for a ghost.
1: Good. Next. Wraith. It's one of the most dangerous ghosts you will find. It is also the only known ghost that has the ability of flight and has sometimes been known to travel through walls. It reacts badly to salt. How oddly specific.
0: Thoughts? Uh, I think wraith is another word for ghost as well. Great. Um, But salt? Like what does this thing have a salt uh,
1: reaction why salt Uh,
0: uh, well in a supernatural law and uh, you know books on um, various things is salt is something that people would put over the entrances to their homes to keep out evil spirits it's an old it's an old kind of superstition that you spread salt across the threshold to your home things can't get in Um, I know I've been to places in Suffolk, which is like you know, you, you obviously live in a place called Suffolk as well. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, yeah. I've been to places in Suffolk over here that still do this. Um that, that that tradition still lives where they put a line of salt across the door. Um it's not like built up, this is like out of the way. But you know, I've got I went with my brother, okay, and the one who went in the house to pick up the You gotta tires. get rid of this brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to pick up the tyres and um what they had outside their door, and this is like, it wasn't a, a farmhouse or such. It was just like on farmland. They had a bowl of pebbles outside the door, and like a fruity of pebbles or just just pebbles? like just pebbles, normal pebbles. And okay. a line of salt, and above the door they had an upside down um, horseshoe. Yep. And I look, I looked at it, and because obviously I recognised this stuff, and I went, God, they're really superstitious. To my brother, he went, What? I said, That bowl of pebbles, that's designed to keep. Evil spirits distracted, wanting to enter the house because they'll be counting them. That line of assaults to stop them crossing, and that's meant to be a blessing on the house. Um, and we he was are. like, Right. And I was like, Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it, I was it, like,
1: Glenn, if I ever become a ghost and yep. you see me counting pebbles, kill me again. Okay? Because uh, yep. how sad is that? That you think that you're going to distract ghosts because ghosts have nothing better to do than count pebbles.
0: God. Um.
1: Well, we just don't know. Do uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. I'm I'm busting your chops. Yeah. But... The thing
0: is, though, all these age-old traditions. Yeah. Um. We don't know if they did come from someone just back in the day, going, "What have you done that for?" And they've gone uh, to stop ghosts coming into my house, and they're like, "Really?" And it's like, "Sure, why not?" And it's just stuck. Yeah like did one day someone put that line of salt down
1: they saw the ghost coming the ghost picked up its leg to put it over and the ghost is like you know what not today nope it's you're right too weird Bye. for me yeah <laughs> like where does it come from but hey, we could do a whole episode on superstition and myths you know i mean that yes, would be fun could. but yeah so crazy that's so crazy you actually saw that i feel like if we did that here in anywhere and you had salt on your front porch. Like Creedmoor would come and like get you. They'd just throw you in the loony bin. So, mm-hmm. but okay. Um, next one. This one scares me the most out of all the names, and I don't know why. But a banshee. So these are the ghosts that react the strongest to the crucifix. Out of all the ghosts in the game, we're talking about the game. Mm-hmm. They will attempt to slowly stalk and pick off the ghost hunters one by one. When I hear banshee. I, like, in my messed up brain, I just think of a, a a ghost or an entity that is just howling and screaming. And, like, you know, like you did at the start of the show. Ooop. No, it's more like, in like, just scare you to death. Like, that that's my worst fear. I'm just walking in my house. I turn the corner. There's just this spirit in front of me. And it just opens its mouth. And, like, death metal oh, comes out that's like my worst nightmare what do you think about banshees
0: (laughs) uh i think banshees i'm quite traditional in this i think they're just an omen of death mainly in irish uh ireland um you know they're meant to turn up you hear the banshee wail sometimes people see her and she's an omen of there's going to be a death in the family that's kind of what i think a banshee is i don't think it's a ghost or anything i think it's a, a warning of some kind
1: okay hey, i don't know that lore but just the name invokes that for me but that's yeah. you're way more knowledgeable all right something you're way more knowledgeable about as well as a gin the only gin i know is the stuff i drink but apparently according to the wikipedia it's a territorial ghost that will attack when threatened how do you threaten a ghost but okay it well it has also been known to be able to travel at high speeds and will do so while hunting distant paranormal investigators. However, blah, 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 blah. Um, High-speed ghosts. What do you know about Jinn?
0: A Jinn, I think, is a... um, I think it's a... Basically, the Jinn... When... When... um, Allah created the world, he created humans, he created angels, and he created the Jinn. Now, the Jinn... Uh, can see us we can't interact with them okay and the idea is that when we die we can see the jinn and they can't interact with us but we can see them they're almost like the counterpart humans in uh islamic mythology um but sometimes a jinn can interact with our physical world um and they're basically meant to be personalities of their own they've never lived they're not like being like that and you get good gin you get bad gin um, <laughs> oh I know <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know I've, I've watched a lot of stuff on these because um, I find these ones quite quite disturbing um, yeah. and you know I, I've watched a um, uh, it wasn't a it was a YouTube thing on a guy who says he can he has a gin that talks through him and this this woman basically asked to see his gin um and he started speaking a like a form of arabic that hasn't been spoken in like 1500 years okay and a, a, an actual guy verified it and said yeah he's speaking an ancient dialect no one speaks that anymore uh, and that's like hmm, that's weird <laughs> or he could have just went on youtube and like spent 10 years learning it just so we could yeah, he could pull this off done. yeah he uh, could have done it. I'll, I'll give you that as well
1: okay well interesting i i never knew about this until this game and the next one i've never heard of a mare. Um, apparently attacks primarily in the dark, which is good because what, like a nightmare. It just says mare. Like I'm thinking a horse. Imagine a horse ghost. Like mm. yeah. Do you know mares or no? Uh,
0: no. A mare is normally means like it's it's annoying or difficult. That's kind of what I know yeah. as a ware All right, we'll
1: get into another beautiful one. The revenant it's a ghost that can attack indiscriminately regardless of your sanity levels hunting, blah 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 Revenant is used a lot on one of my favorite podcasts they have a show called Revenant and mm-hmm. you know like this has heavy meaning what are your thoughts on this one?
0: Uh, to me a Revenant is a form of undead that comes back for one specific task to finish mm-hmm. uh, they're not a ghost they're like almost like a, the walking dead yeah that's, that's yeah. what I think a Revenant is. They're
1: pissed. Yeah. Like, yeah that, that's what I think, you know. And you have that Leo DiCaprio movie, The Revenant, but, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I think of this and I think of just m- being malicious, revenge. Um, I I don't think I can think of a scarier spirit than a Revenant. And it's not one you really hear about, but if, if imagine you, just something that attacks you repeatedly and doesn't give up and get it like just makes your life hell so that's a scary one that's a really Mm -hmm. scary one um you got a shade not a nightshade a lampshade but just a shade it's supposed to be a shy ghost and it won't attack you when you're with multiple people so i don't know now demon my favorite i'm a demon um (laughs) It just says, it's one of the worst ghosts to encounter. Highly aggressive. It'll attack anyone anytime. So, uh, I feel like the Revenant is targeted towards a specific person, and Demon is, like, in the middle of a mosh pit, and if you walk in, you're gonna get hit in the face. We've covered Demons, Glenn.
0: Do you have an overall, overarching Uh, feeling? In my understanding of, um, you know, mythology and folklore a demon is a uh, someone that's never lived and if you really want to go biblical it's one of the expelled choirs of angels that were sent out into the void by um, with Lucifer after his mm-hmm. rebellion wow that's oddly specific very very cool
1: <laughs> <laughs> very well read <clears throat> now uh, the next one we have is Yuri Gallert. oh no just Yuri um, its type type of ghost, <laughs> and the ability to dream, blah blah blah. It's all crap. Do you know anything about a yuri? Uh,
0: Japanese form of ghost. It's very yeah, their their ghost stories are very different. All um, right, Let,
1: let's hit that in one second because the last one is an ani In in my ignorance, yeah. Are, are okay. they both tied to uh, Asian Japanese culture? Spoken. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, okay
0: a uh, yuri is kind of they're, they're basically very loosely like a they're like a ghost they're like a japanese version of a ghost okay so uh, you are the...
1: big into japanese folklore and yep. ghosts i i love a short little master class on this because i am completely in the dark about japanese uh folklore so run the gamut
0: buddy uh yeah basically the how they've ghosts are a massive part of their culture and you know they they do actually have different types of ghosts over there, and all, all these weird things. And some of their, I mean, they, they never have a. The the ghosts are normally there for to like teach a lesson. Uh, they're more like a a Teacher story ghosts? about like a like a moral. They're like okay. a they're like an allegory. That's that's kind of why they tell ghost stories over there. It's a very, but they're very blunt about it as well. It's like you know. Uh, a, a ghost will attack attach itself to you because you're a thief, and then it will just kill you. That's kind of how they work. They're, <laughs> is that how they're they designed... say on police? Like, <laughs> uh, send, send the ghost on them. Um, <laughs> All right. the, you know they're designed to to terrify people. Um, that's kind of what what they are really is. They they folklore, and a lot of um, East Asian folklore so vastly different from the West that it feels so alien, but it's fascinating at the same time. Um, but I must admit, their folklore scares the crap out of me. Now, I don't know whether it's because I wasn't raised with that kind of those stories being told around. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, our stuff you can run away from, whereas their stuff tends to attach itself to the person that torments them until they kill themselves, or they're taken, or they just disappear. That's kind of how it works over there
1: yeah that's not very
0: settling okay um <laughs> yeah that's this... it they're very unsettling stories uh and it's always like oh yeah if if you anger one of one of them they'll never leave you alone it's not like a haunted house where you can just run away but uh, uh, you, you hear about it here too that
1: you know like in very specific cases that you know this place is haunted i moved to a different place and it followed me mm-hmm. you know so but i don't think it's as embedded as it is there um but the stories exist, and that I feel is something you, you put it way more eloquently. The bottom line is, yeah, we have the advantage, quote unquote, of running away, you know, and the prey that nothing's going to happen. Over there, you're trapped with it. That that's horrifying, and that's a hell of a ghost story.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a uh, yeah yeah. We could probably do an episode on Japanese folklore and mythology.
1: I'd rather die, but like, sure,
0: <laughs> that we could do because <laughs> you you I'll...
1: know way more, and I'd just be sitting there and be like, mm hmm mm-hmm <laughs> nope thanks <laughs> oh man yeah but why not so glenn i, I want to like wrap up eventually but i want to have some fun still okay. if you were a ghost what would you do
0: um
1: would you I'm be like- a nice ghost
0: Am I a disembodied spirit or am I like I didn't go into the light and I'm trapped here or
1: Whatever you want. Ideal ghost form. (laughs) Like whatever Um, if you could choose, if you die and they're like, what type of ghost would you like to be and what would you like to do?
0: I think I would um, I'd probably just mess with people. Good answer. I don't think I don't think I'd be malicious or anything. I think I'd just literally mess with people. I'd be writing stuff on the window in Steam. What would you write? Flipping stuff over. (laughs) Cup of tea, please. (laughs) (laughs) More Um, sugar. (laughs) And you know, I think like if people were alone, I would definitely be moving stuff and then just not perform when they go and get someone to see it. (laughs) 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 I'd I'd be that sort of thing. Uh, You know, like throw a pot or something at them. (laughs) But literally, just I think it'd be boring to actually not be able to interact with the um, living. I think you get bored and be like. Oh, I might as well do this. This would be funny. Okay, good answer. How about you? What would you do?
1: Oh, man. I... I Very similar. Very similar. But I'd be a musical ghost. So, like, I'd just go into people's houses and play, like, the most dissonant stuff and, like, tritones and just, like, at 3 a.m., like, distorted heavy metal comes through for, like, five seconds. They'd wake up and be like, what was that? And then go back to sleep. Like, definitely messing around with people. Um, I don't... I. I'm saying this as a human and not as a ghost, but like I don't think I have a vicious bone in my body. Like I I wouldn't want to hurt people, but if like little Sally was running across and I was throwing a bowl and she it possibly hit her, I'm dead. Like sorry, you know. But um, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, my trajectory Uh. was straight and Sally just jumped headfirst into you know a metal bowl. Um, yeah, I I I wouldn't want to creep people out. I just want to. I would want to make them question their sanity for like five minutes, not Mm -hmm. eternally. Just like they're eating a bowl of cereal, they go to the bathroom. Like I would dematerialize the bowl of cereal and then put it like in the upper deck of the toilet, and then they find it like 20 years later, and they'd be like, "What?" Like (laughs) just just mess with their minds, but uh, nothing malicious. I don't think, but. It's, it's fun to think about. Now, next stupid question of the day. Yep. How do you... Okay, two questions. How do you defend yourself from a ghost? And I forgot the second question because I'm a moron. So... <laughs> and um, And what do you do if a ghost materializes? Like, d- those are the two. How do you defend and what do you do?
0: I, I uh, suppose it, it depends as well, doesn't it? Um, you know, I've read things that they say, Yo oh, you should always know the Lord's Prayer, but... And then it becomes the question: Well, what if you're an atheist who doesn't believe in, in Christianity or anything? Yeah, but you other, in there's reading. other people. There's other people who say you, it's, it's more about the words you say and their meaning rather than the words you're actually saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and it, there's other people who say you know you you have the right to kick them out of your house. You say you're not welcome here. You need to get out, and they'll be banished from the house. But where are these rules written? Why? Why do people know these things? Um, I think if I had something fully materialize in front of me, mm-hmm. no matter what happened, I don't think I would tell a soul that happened.
1: What would you? Okay, that's aftermath.
0: Materializes right in front
1: of you. What do you do?
0: Um. Probably. Close my eyes and then reopen them. And it's (laughs) closer. (laughs) 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 Well, that's the thing, isn't it? um, That that that's the thing as well. Is um, you know, there's like, oh no, a ghost won't hurt you. How do we know? How do we know all these people who die of heart attack and things like that, or are just found dead? How do we know a ghost hasn't got? Are you serious?
1: Yeah. Let's get a doctor out there. The correlation between heart attacks and ghosts.
0: (laughs) <laughs> but yeah they were saying they were seeing ghosts yeah. um, but we, 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 we don't know anyway mm. um, I don't know what I would do if I had something fully manifest in front of me uh, it'd probably be fight or flight kicking in again um, and I think if I couldn't fight then I'd fly what about you I, well as a kid I know exactly what I did I ran to
1: my parents you know And but now if like full fledged whatever
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Probably poop a little and just like, what can you do? I'd be like, okay, is this it? That's probably my question. Like, this is it, right? Like, this is how it ends. And if it nods, then at least I have some closure. But if it just stares at me, I'm running. Um, but yeah, I haven't thought it. Uh, I'd throw that. I don't know. If it's just there in front of me, nothing, because it's not doing anything. But if that thing starts moving towards me, you better guess I'm throwing sheets and stuff and running and just doing backflips. I mean, I planned for this, Glenn. I have planned. <laughs> but uh, I don't know is the bottom line. And I don't think hopefully I will ever know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you, you always see like these people at seances and stuff, please. And it's like like in Beetlejuice. You know, when that whole thing materializes, it's like, yeah. oh, oh. I don't know. If I was in a seance and something materialized, do you just sit there? And you're like, hey, how's it going? Because the insides of me are trying to get outside the inside. So, Have you ever been to a seance? No, I don't. You know, I searched not, Craigslist last week. I, I searched <laughs> Facebook Marketplace for seances, and there weren't any available. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, to be honest, like a seance, I've used a Ouija board with people, tried to communicate, but when I was young, I mean, not currently, but no, I've never gone to a seance. Have you gone to a
0: seance? Yeah. I've been. Sh- to shut up. And, no, I'm serious. I have been to one and uh, it's not as, you basically, you are sitting there and someone's giving out instructions and it's like, a, I think there's someone coming through the seat. They go, it's a, I think it's a Brian. Does anyone here know a Brian? They're oh, like Jesus. no, and they're like, yeah, it might be Barry. No, <laughs> okay. Last uh, name Ma- Manalo. <laughs> yeah, but they'll sit there, and it's, that's what they'll be—almost like a throwing out random names. Like I think someone else is here. So
1: it's a psychic. It's basically the same cold reading in a setting. Yeah, um, it's yeah. like a
0: like, a, like a group thing. I All guess. right, let's so really tell amazing.
1: the story of this. Now I need to know how did uh, how but, did you the human being get roped into doing a seance
0: well (laughs) this is this is over 20 years ago yeah sure Uh, and no 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 and basically we um an old job i i had um i ended up talking to you know i was delivering stuff to this guy's house and he was quite a spiritualist and we got chatting on the subject one day and it's kind of ended ended up from there that we ended up um yeah at his house um doing a seance and it it just you two no, 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 his mother was there. Uh, one of my exes was there. Holy this guy's crap. wife was there. Yeah. Um, and it was... it, it, it was It's just, like the Partridge
1: family of seances. Yeah,
0: and um, no, nothing really happened. It was just like around the table in candlelight and no one really came through.
1: I feel like if you're in a seance, they should at least provide a meal. Or else you're just yeah, waiting. It,
0: it would be nice to have dinner. You know?
1: Um, you'd be like, hey... And it goes to like because that's so awkward. You're just sitting there talking to nothing. At least, they like, have a meal, have some drinks, like, make a night out of it. But sitting and waiting for three hours for Bob, Johnny, or Bob Hope to, to raise from the dead. Uh, I mean, I guess there is a certain sense of anticipation. Did you feel that
0: when you were sitting there? You're like, "Ooh, something could happen,"
1: or you're like, "This is the dumbest thing
0: ever." Um, it's more curiosity, really. You will sit okay. there and you're you're like, "Yeah, what if something did happen?" But your brain is going, "Nothing is going to happen." And you're like, you're probably right, Brain. Um and I did come away just it was like almost like you did feel a little bit disappointed that nothing had happened, but you had prepared yourself that nothing would ever likely happen. Yeah. Um I and I do, that's think, fun. I do think I do think with ghosts that you get people where they see spirits in everything. Yes. Um and they're not the ones I'm interested in. The people I'm interested in are the ones who aren't looking for stuff like this, but something happens anyway they're the ones that really interest me
1: I agree I mean but I am as guilty as the next person or I watch a lot of paranormal like ghost hunting and stuff like that because it is cool A I enjoy the settings you know they're never going to like a I don't know a, a, a normal house they're always going to someplace old someplace creepy mm-hmm. and it just fascinates me and of course you never see a ghost but you know uh, I'd love to know if you know the answer to this but like how did all of the scientific equipment, quote unquote, now eek into or leak into ghost hunting, like EMF readers? Really, like or uh, what else do they use? Uh, you know, uh, thermometers scanning yeah, thermometers, the temperature, yeah.
0: Motion like, capture controls. That kind like, of thing.
1: how does uh, it's beyond me how they can relate an EMF reader to that there's a ghost here.
0: Yeah, I think it started out as all theoretical, didn't it, that's the yeah. thing. Um, it started um, out as, oh yeah, theoretically, if something's here, it should manifest as blah. Um, yeah, and that became fact for the hunters. Yeah, and a, and a lot of the stuff that people actually use comes from one of our previous topics, um, Bally Rectory with Harry Price and his ghost hunting equipment. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the stuff he actually came up with has become the standard tool sets people use. Yeah. Um, but it's whether whether you really believe in that or not. That's the thing. Is, um, you know, your equipment. You're proving, yeah, there was a temperature drop, but a temperature drop can be caused by anything. That's the yeah. thing. I mean, and where does it end? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm
1: going to bring into the vernacular, like half a chicken. You leave it out, and, and if it gets eaten, then there's a ghost. Like, mm-hmm. uh, come on. It, it, where's the logic in any of this? But it, it's now, like, common. You know, the ghost hunters come with their briefcases and styrofoam in their little EMF reader, and, like, that's the thing. And, all right, while while I'm poo-pooing on them, even though I love watching them, the damn ghost box. Can we talk about the ghost box for a second?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: For those that don't know, a ghost box is a decommissioned radio that works on frequencies, and words are said um, you know, and then people ask a question, and apparently the spirits communicate through this box back to you. Now, 10 years ago, when I was in more of an idiot than I am currently today, I bought one. Okay? I still have it, and I turn it on about once every five years mm-hmm. to have some fun. Okay? Um, I just don't understand the logic how you can rationally think that a ghost is going to speak to you through radio waves. Like, where did that come from? Have you ever used one, Glenn? And so, thoughts on this?
0: Um, actually, mm, I tell you what I did. I did have, have happen once. Is um, we it wasn't a ghost box uh, because that, that's usually static. And the idea is that the static is like a platform or a canvas for them to form something. in. Um, but back in back in the day when I was quite really interested in this, and we went out and did a couple of ghost hunts with like a, yeah. a proper ghost hunting crew. Um, we went to the oldest church in England A place called St Peter's Which is about 20 miles from here mm-hmm. And this church doesn't have any electricity And it's just out in the middle of a field it goes back to like the 800s We're talking 1200 year old church Wow! Uh, it's a single room And there uh, I, w- I was in the church by myself And it was dark And I thought um, I was standing inside I wasn't stupid enough to be in there with the door closed And I'm standing inside this church um and the other three, there are four other people there. They're outside smoking, okay? Mm-hmm. And I turn and look, and I thought I saw someone walk past the door, and i come flying out, and looked, and I was like, oh, there's no one there. And they're like, what's the matter? I was like, nothing. Um, and we had tape recorders, and we were kind of walking around. And um, I feel stupid saying this, but this did, did actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going, is there anyone here, blah, blah, blah. And on playback... Right. Uh The next day, when we're listening back through the tapes, you can hear someone say "get gone." <laughs> okay. Um. But you know, it could have been someone it just randomly picked up someone else saying it that was in the room, but it was it was like, oh, that's that's a bit weird. That was a very specific like, go away <laughs> kind yeah. of thing. That's
1: that's crazy. And you know what I want to offer, Glenn, to the listeners yeah. at this point, if you've made it this far. I'm going to do this right now, and hopefully Glenn has the technical wizardry. I am going to do a very short ghost box session for you all, and we will attach it to the end of this podcast so you can hear exactly what it sounds like. I will be doing it, um, and we'll see what happens. Um, You might hear me run away. You might hear me cry. You might hear me laugh. But uh, stay tuned right after this to uh, listen to the ghost box session. But I think ghosts overall, uh, we could go on for hours and days and years, and I, I think we've covered so much, so many good things. And But uh, people wanted to tell us their ghost stories, Glenn. Where would they find us?
0: Well, if you want to tell us your ghost stories, or you have directly been influenced or had something spectral uh, happen to you, or you are you can, a ghost. Well, you are a ghost. It'd yeah, be very interesting. We'd be rich, Mike. Imagine that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can reach us at T Grumpets Pod on Twitter. You can email us at tcrumpetspod at gmail.com or you can leave a voice message in the show notes with the link. Um, But uh, yes, that is how you can get in touch and anyone who leaves us a message and we like it enough that we play it uh, will win a T and Grumpets t-shirt.
1: So do it, please. Like, we love hearing from you from the beyond, from the living. But yeah, so for this week I have been Mike. And I have been Glenn. And we'll see you in the beyond. Take care. Is there anyone there? Would you like to communicate with me? God. Do you prefer ketchup or mustard? What is your name? How did you die? In for your life. you know how oh, that was creeping into- how will I die yeah, it better. <laughs> how's your day going it so
0: That's
1: over the rainbow can you give me a sign I'm a salvation Do you believe in ghosts? At night,
0: that blood, nothing ever.